All right, live from Studio 6B on a what's going to be a busy Thursday night, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. David Zier sitting in with us tonight. Uh, happy to have him. Rick Delgado here, as always. News, what even is that? Hopefully all coming up. Yes. Uh, Aaron and Fran holding it down. As always, good to have you a part of the show, a momentous show. We've come to you on many, many nights of very important uh, occasions. We came to you on the day that Mar-a-Lago was raided. Uh, we came to you the night that President Trump was indicted in New York. And now tonight we come to you on really the crossing of the Rubicon, uh, if you ask me. On a, mom- I guess, momentous or uh, I'm not sure mm. what you can, you can put, not, you can put many adjectives to it. Yeah. It is a historic night, though. Not for any good reasons, but it is an absolute historic night. As President Trump takes the truth social about 15 minutes ago and says, the corrupt Biden administration has informed my attorneys that I have been indicted seemingly over the boxes hoax. And I would stop it. That's the first sentence that I stopped at because... um, if that statement is true, that this is just right now dealing with the boxes, that means that there is way more to come in dealing with January 6th. So if the president is correct in choosing these words the way he has and says seemingly over the boxes hoax, and that's all it is, that means that there is going to be, this could be just a warm-up. Uh, Even though Joe Biden has 850 boxes at University of Delaware, additional boxes in Chinatown, D.C., with even more boxes at the University of Pennsylvania and documents strewn all over his garage floor where he parks his Corvette and which is secured by only a garage door that's paper thin and open much of the time. Um, And he goes on to say he's going to be have to go to Miami. I guess on Tuesday, part two, he says, I've been summoned to appear at the federal courthouse in Miami. On Tuesday at 3 p.m., I never thought it's possible that such a thing could happen to a former president of the United States who received far more votes than any other sitting president in the history of our country and is currently leading by far all candidates, both Democrat and Republican, in the polls of 2020, 20, uh, 2024 presidential election. I'm an innocent man. So that from the, that from the president tonight, and it is an extremely dark day. And, and again, I think we, I think this is, I mean, I don't, I don't know how this is not really crossing the Rubicon. I mean, this is, this is election interference like we've never seen. They're so scared of not being able to hold on to power to, if he gets back in there. They started with COVID, and now they're going to continue with basically trying to jail their number one political opponent. Joe Biden clearly lied today at this press conference when he said that he's never never told the justice department what to do. I mean, maybe that's true. I don't even know if that's true, but well, he certainly knew this was coming today. There's no doubt about it. Um they they have a way of saying without saying, I would say. You just have to be in the same room. We're thinking about doing this. Well, you do what you think you need to do. Something like that without saying I ordered anybody to do this. They're probably like, "Well, you know, I'm not going to say what you should or shouldn't do, so you should do what you should do." You know, you, you know how this works. We all know how this works. It, it's, it's the cabal. They don't actually have to take the same classes. They don't have to live in the same place. They just have to have the same end goal. And however they get there, 
justice be damned, the, the, the letter of the law be damned. Who cares? As long as they get there and they all get there so they can all smile and, and, and rub elbows and, and guffaw with each other. How, my goodness, we saved the democracy today. They're all. Ugh. Um, this is clearly timed up to be coming out today with obviously the FBI, the 1023, the Republicans seeing it on the on the Comer's um, committee. Obviously, the what's come out today on that, uh, all of them now seeing it, and then obviously now starting to talk about it. Uh, obviously, the Burisma whole story as this thing comes together, $5 million, maybe $10 million between the son and the father. Mm-hmm. Certainly the $5 million we know to Joe Biden. Yeah, Cle- but- clearly, this is timed up to um, try to get that off of whatever front page was going to have it, which there wasn't going to be most anyways. Uh, David Zier, give me your initial thoughts. Always watch the timing. It always happens when things are going to happen to the other side. Um, I'm not so sure I believe in America anymore. Here's what we know so far. We're going to monitor this live all night long for, uh, for what, we can, um, what we can continue to gather. He's been indicted on at least seven federal charges including illegal retention of classified documents, obstruction, and conspiracy. And, of course, the obstruction, I mean, this is a documents case. They ran to criminalize it as fast as they could. The obstruction was always a huge part of this. We know that. Because it's basically what they do is they set you up. And that's what they do. That's what the government does. Endless power, endless money, endless time. And endless ways to to uh, direct the story in the way that they want it, even if it's not what actually happened. Hey, did you hand over all those documents? Yeah. Oh, we found one more. Oh, obstruction. Now, clearly, you could make the case that that's exactly what's happened with, as we as we said when the whole documents thing started. Probably every president. Probably most vice presidents, most secretaries, they've all have classified documents. And they all have it that they don't know about, like Joe Biden and like Mike Pence. Now, Mike Pence has, given a clear, has been given the clear on his documents. Biden, you don't even know what's going on with his. No one knows who the, who the special counsel even is. I saw a report today that the special counsel hasn't even spoken to Biden's attorneys because they haven't agreed on the setting. And I suspect the setting for Biden will be similar to what it was for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, come on in. We won't put you under oath. We'll talk for about an hour and we'll let you go. Meanwhile, if you're Trump, you've got a SWAT team showing up at your house. You've got your house being raided. And you have this continuous, endless. It's pretty amazing they impaneled a grand jury in Florida, though, and got an indictment in 72 hours in Florida. Yeah, you know, Damon, uh, we're a third world country now. Yeah. And not only that, um, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, we, we, uh, we really devolved as a nation. And, uh, and I mean, both parties want them out. So that's the real thing right. behind this. They can do whatever they want to them. And there's more indictments coming. Yeah. Well, that, that's the thing about the, and he's, when he says uh, supposedly just the box is hoax. So, so that means that what's happened tonight has nothing to do with what else Jack Smith is looking at, uh, which is the, obviously the January 6th and what Julie Kelly has been rightly reporting on all for months now saying, hey, listen, I'm telling you right now, they're going to indict him 
and they're going to go after seditious conspiracy. And they did the trial run with the Oath Keepers. Guys who weren't even in D.C. Guys who weren't even there. And that's what they're going to go for. And you have this prosecutor handpicked by Merrick Garland, Merrick Garland handpicked by Biden. Uh, and they knew this guy, what his history was. We talked about it, what he did with Bob McDonald in Virginia, what he did with John Edwards. Supreme Court overturned these rulings, 9 nothing. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Who's the guy we need to get Trump? Oh, Jackson, where is he? Is it the Hague? We'll bring him back. He's the guy. He's the guy. And here we are. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's just, it's hard to put into words, like you said, the banana republic that we are now living in. Yeah, that's what we devolved into. If and like saw, David said, yeah. you know, when you have both parties, both deep state parties, it's two wings of the same bird out to get you. Because they all swim in the same in the same sewage together. That's what they do. They they rely on each other. They make deals. They vacation together. They go to dinners together. They smoke cigars together. They do this. Their wives get 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 face lifts together. They do all that stuff, right? And you think they're going to allow someone to come in and bust up their party? Are you kidding me? After what they've cobbled together over the last, you know, how ma- however many decades to take control to, to where it used to be. I remember when you used to, uh, I, I was in high school, and they're like, well, you can go out, uh, you can get a, a, a state job or a government job. You won't make a lot of money, but at least you'll get a pension. Or you can go out into the real world and try to make it on your own. So, you know, of course, uh, like you guys, it's, it's let's go out and make it on our own because that that's the bigger that's the that's the American dream. Right. To 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 grab a bigger piece of the pie for yourself. I've never said in my life, I don't believe in America. And uh, this was this was it for me. I, I you know what? Let them vote a liberal in. Let them vote another Democrat in. I don't care. No, nah, you, no, can't, you, can't, you can't. You can't, you can't go you down can't that. Right. Oh. You can't feel so that what? way, David. We got to be in the fight. This yeah. is going to take. This is going to go to the Supreme Court. And That's, by the way, I hope the Supreme Court's paying attention to what's going on right now. I, doubt I hope it. the Supreme Court is paying attention to what is going on right now. There's going to be indictment after indictment after indictment after indictment. More civil suits coming his way. This is not going to end. And by the time next spring comes around. Uh, he will not be able to be engaged in the primary. Well, Blumenthal said it himself. The 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 uh, the, the, the scumbag out of Connecticut. Sorry, Damon, and I know it's your home state. Um, <laughs> but he said it today. He hopes that this leads to him not being able to be there next year to run for president. Well, he said it. That's 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 not a surprise. That's right. the biggest part of the night. This is not right. just a former former president being indicted. This is the leading candidate. To go back to that job, and the guy who's having him prosecuted is the opponent, the current sitting skeleton in the White House. That's the biggest point of all of this. And for Biden's talk about returning to normalcy, there's nothing normal about any of this. That's the biggest point of the whole night. It's election interference on a scale we have never and may never see. Again, have never seen. We've never seen this. No. Outside of the Civil War, we've never seen this. We've never seen anything like this. 
And the only thing I keep thinking about, and maybe it's a, just a pipe dream, is I'm thinking about right now is the um, old Harry Reid. Be careful what you do, mm-hmm. Harry. You're going to use the nuclear option for this? You sure? Because at some day, you're not going to be in charge, and this might come back and bite you. Because the precedent that is being set tonight is a horrendous one. On a day that we learn that um, James Comer's committee, most of the Republicans, saw clear evidence of Joe Biden in a quid pro quo $5 million bribery scheme. It clearly sounds to me like um, if it's not in this next year and a half, could certainly be something that a next administration might want to look at, an attorney general might want to look at and prosecute. So I have Harry Reid um, deja vu right now, thinking, okay, okay, this is, this is where we're going. Clearly, this is where we're going. May not be today, may not be next week. But it may come back around. All right, we're going we're gonna to continue to follow as much as we can of this all night, bring you what we know. We'll do some other stuff as well, live from Studio 6B on a Thursday night. from Studio 6B on a Thursday night. David Zier is going to do some news. Delgado is going to do some news as well. We're going to continue to cover the indictment of the former president again tonight uh, on the documents. Well, the documents hoax. And uh, I, got a, I, got, I was looking at a bunch of stuff today, too, not knowing this was coming tonight. Although it is funny that we talked about this, right, last night? Yeah. We talked about the fact that as um, soon as they say, well, no, no, you know, it's like they were going away in the last, uh, remember, the last, before the New York indictment? Oh, they're, they're, they're going away for right. a month. And then, bam, next day, well, here it is. I, I said this before, and I do want to just say it again. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that. In 72 hours, they got this indictment in um, Florida. Eh, I'm not. Why? Because it, it's it's a grand jury, and again, you're not you're not going to be you're not represented with uh, defense counsel. It's a different it's a different animal. I don't know who said it. They said it back, I think, in the 80s. You can indict a ham, ham sandwich, sandwich, basically. Yeah. That was Saul um, Walkler, New York State Court right. of Appeals and, Justice. It's just a matter of what you present to them. Here's what we got. You don't have to show them everything. You just show them what you need, and, and Again, you're not you're not facing any real pushback. There's so. nine months to go to the primaries. No, I know that. this is going to just keep getting worse and worse. Well, remember, worse. He, the, I mean, they didn't even want to see him back in New York until December, right. After his first well, appearance, they timed it. They and, timed and then it. they timed it for the the March after that, right, right when they right when we get into it. Yeah. So of course they're going to do the same thing here. I mean, this is going on well before. I mean, listen. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but um, there's, enough American, there's enough American citizens out there who are going to start to look at this thing, no, no, no matter what happens from today, whatever Jack Smith also comes out with, whatever happens in Georgia. 
And the American people are going to say to them, there's one option and only one to put an end to all of this, to put him in the clear and to put an end to this. And that might just very well work to his advantage mm-hmm. come November of. I think he gets another boost out of it. Yeah. I, I think he gets a boost out he of it. He got a tremendous boost out of the New York attorney. But the, but the point is, is that I don't know how one person survives all this because the whole Republican field is against him. The whole Democratic field and we're in a Marxist takeover of the United States and the DOJ does whatever it's want and just wants. And just remember, 91% of DOJ who donated in the 2016 election donated to Hillary Clinton. So they're a bunch of establishment hacks. Right. Which, you know, much like the FBI needs to be dismantled and rebuilt properly because it's obviously to- became, it's become a, a, a pack. Really, for, for the Democratic Party. That's all they do. They advocate for the Democratic Party. That's all they do. And, and then you, you look at the indictment today, yeah. and it made and the first thing I thought of when, when I walked in, Damon goes, Did you see what happened? And I was like, No, I was driving. He goes, They just, you know, he just announced that he was indicted. And the only thing I could think of was, Hmm, why would they do that today? Why would they do that now? Because, like we were saying yesterday, we were thinking it was going to happen next week. And the first thing I thought of, Hmm. Was it because somebody in the press briefing room asked Biden in front of everybody about his obstruction? I mean, about his five million dollar bribery payment. Was that going to be the lead? And they were like, we need to snuff this out because we can't have people talking about. Now people are starting to hear the number five million dollars and Joe Biden, five million dollars and Joe Biden. They can't have them make that connection and carry that for the next few days. They can't let it go to next week. We have to do something to stop it. What can stop it? Anything Trump. What do we got? Ah, let's just do it. You know, we keep saying, oh, the people will stand up and they'll fight it and this and that. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if there's enough of us. I don't know if, you know, our RAV crowd is on point, but the rest of the population in the U.S., I'm not so sure. Um, well, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, to your point, Rick, I get what you're saying, but yeah. I don't. I don't think things move that quickly. I mean, I'm sure this was set for today. It might have been. Um, and like I said, for sure, Biden knew about it. Obviously, Merrick Garland knew about it. I'm sure they've all been in close coordination with all of this. Uh, but Donald Trump Jr. right now just put out about 14 minutes ago on the same day that a story broke about a whistleblower alleging Joe Biden took a five million dollar bribe from Burisma. In Ukraine, Biden's corrupt DOJ decides to indict Trump over BS charges. Do you really think that's a coincidence? There are no coincidences. No. Josh Hawley, if the people in power can jail their political opponents at will, well, we don't have a republic. Uh, I'll give you a couple others. Representative Matt Gates, the phony boxes hoax indictment is an attempt to distract the American public from the millions of dollars in bribes that the Biden crime family received from foreign nationals. This scheme won't succeed. President Donald Trump will be back in the White House and Joe Biden will be Hunter's cellmate. We can only hope. Well, well, you know, and, and you know, all right, we've got, like um, we're saying hold it, on, Rick, let yeah. me just, because we got, here it is. So let's just get right to it. Um, oh, something breaking. No, the pre- the president himself. Come on, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. Well, I was going to say, you know, coincidences. No, I don't think so. Not when it comes to stuff like this. 
I think this stuff is all choreographed. That they look for it's like, uh oh, somebody just asked that question. Uh oh, the entire they're talking about the five million dollars. They're talking about the bribery. We got to get this out of the headlines. We got we got to move on this. Break glass. Indict Trump. It just it just seems like it's all too like they're awaiting. It's like when can we use it? When can we use it? Well, let's do it on the box hook for now. We got that one. All right, we got the like you said. There's there's probably others coming down the pike. They're holding back those because you don't want to flood the zone just yet. You need you need to you need to do this um, you know methodically if you want it to uh, if you want to use them properly. Again, they don't care. I really don't think they care. If they actually get a conviction, it's all about hurting Trump, controlling the news cycle, grabbing the headline. If they can paint this as, oh, my goodness, Donald Trump is so corrupt, like 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 the the, the, the senator from Connecticut said, um, this is what they hope. They hope that he's so hamstrung by all this stuff that he can't run for president. That's all. That's all they want. But people believe it. I'm I'm all over the place, and people believe it. And believe uh, what I th- they believe what they believe that Trump did something wrong. Well, that's all they've been on, told on many levels. That's all they're told. Yeah. If that is all you're told, and you don't do any homework, and you don't say, you know what, um, I actually don't have anything else to do. I don't have to take care of my kids. I don't have to go to work. Let me actually look into some of this stuff. Being busy, they would find is right. not an excuse. I, I understand work for, that. I run four businesses. I understand. And I'm that. up 120 hours a week. And there's no excuse for being a dumbass. Right. But, <laughs> but it's part of your business. It's one of the things that you do, which is why you're so you're so immersed in it. Well, and you I know do this nuance. because I see what's happening to my businesses. And I do this because we're in a communist state of New York and we're losing our country. And we have little three year olds playing with adult toys at pride events in schools. You know, we're done. And Trump is the only one who would stand up there and fight what's going on, in my opinion. All right, I finally be, was able to get it and format it here for the screen. We don't, have enough, we don't have a ton of time, but I'll play a little of it, and then we'll play it when we get back. The president has put out a video tonight. Uh, here's a little bit of it. We'll hit the break, and then we'll do the rest. Very sadly, we're a nation in decline, and yet they go after a popular president, a president that got more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country by far, and did much better the second time in the election than the first. And they go after him on a boxer's hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, and all of the others. This has been going on for seven years. They can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man. I'm an innocent person. Uh, They had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report. And that came out, no collusion after two and a half years. That was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats. All right, let's stop it there. Let's hit the break. We'll play this in its entirety when we get back.
30 minutes past the hour, live from Studio 6B, Kevin Downey Jr. Ah, friend of the show. On Twitter, Trump got indicted the same day we learned from a trusted FBI source that Biden took $5 million to get the Ukrainian prosecutor looking into Hunter Biden fired. If you think this is a coincidence, I'd like to sell you my invisible unicorn, Ziggy, who cleans your gutters and keeps your secrets. <laughs> They're from Kevin Downey Jr., so... All right, President's put out a video. Here it is in full. Very sadly, we're a nation in decline, and yet they go after a popular president, a president that got more votes than any sitting president in the history of our country, by far, and did much better the second time in the election than the first. And they go after him on a boxer's hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, and all of the others, this has been going on for seven years, that they can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man, I'm an innocent person. Uh, they had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report, and that came out, no collusion after two and a half years. That was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats, but this is what they do, this is what they do so well. If they would devote their energies to honesty and integrity, it would be a lot better for our country. They could do a lot better. They could do a lot of great things. But when you look at what's happened to our country in the last three years, we were energy independent. We had a strong military that wasn't woke. We were doing so well. We were respected all over the world. We got the biggest tax cuts in history, biggest regulation cuts in history. And what do you do? You have a president where an election was taken, got more votes than any sitting president in history by far, never anything even close. And they come after me because now we're leading in the polls again by a lot against Biden and against the Republicans by a lot. But we're leading against Biden by a lot, a tremendous amount. And we went up to a level that they figure the way they're going to stop us is by using what's called warfare. And that's what it is. This is warfare for the law. And we can't let it happen. We can't let it happen. Our country is going to hell. And they come after Donald Trump, weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI. We can't let this continue to go on because it's ripping our country to shreds. We have such big problems, and this shouldn't be one of them. It's a hoax. The whole thing is a hoax, just like Russia, 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 just like the fake dossier was a hoax. You saw the Durham report. You saw the Mueller report. It was all a big hoax. You had two impeachments and they lost and we won and we had tremendous support. But that was a hoax and a scam. And now they're doing it again. It's just a continuation, seven years, even after I'm out. But it's called election interference. They're trying to destroy a reputation so they can win an election. That's just as bad as doing any of the other things that have been done over the last number of years, and especially during the 2020 election. So I just want to tell you, I'm an innocent man. I did nothing wrong. And we will fight this out just like we've been fighting for seven years. It would be wonderful if we could f devote our full time to making America great again. And that's exactly what we did. But now, again, our country is in decline. We're a failing nation. And this is what they do. I'm an innocent man. 
We will prove that again. Seven years of proving it. And here we go again. Very unfair. But that's the way it is. I just want to thank everybody. We are doing something very special for our country. We're putting America first. I always put America first. And that's why we were in a position. Unfortunately, that position is no longer valid because they've done such a poor job. But we're in a position where we're going to make America great again. Uh, I'm innocent, and we will prove that very, very soundly and hopefully very quickly. Thank you very much. You know, Damon, I'm saying the same exact thing that Trump's saying, and a few people in the chat are, like, upset with me. What do you mean? But he's saying the same thing. Our country's gone to hell. Yeah, you know, yeah, but but it's gone to hell. I, I think I think, and I saw I think I saw what you were referring to in the chat is, I think people are more um, affected by your defeatist attitude. Well, listen, feeling feeling you don't like talk about wait 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 wait. Yeah. Let me finish because what you heard from Trump saying yes, we're a nation in decline, blah blah blah. But he comes back. He says we're he says we're, we're going to do it again. I'll prove it. I'll prove I'm innocent again. He's already done it. He'll do it again. This this is what you got to do. You got to pick yourself up. You got to pick yourself corner. up off the ground. We as a nation have to pick ourselves up off the ground. Listen, know that we're getting hit by the bad guy, but keep moving forward. That's the only way we're going to win. Dis- what the distraction is? No, yeah, but a, listen, I'm just I'm just saying. It was a I'm 56 percent drop in commercial lending last quarter in the United States, and J.P. Morgan says that 20 percent of commercial loans are going to default. That's what all this is about, because we're going into a deep recession and it's all bull. Right. But we're talking uh, we're talking about the ad. If you if you walk into a room defeated, guess what? You've lost whatever. You can't Listen, be. I don't agree. Just, I don't agree. OK, they, that's they, fine. This, they're they're never going saying- to stop until Trump is dead. And, you know, we, they've crossed the line. You know, we all they said have it crossed tonight. The they've yes. crossed the line. And, you know, the Republicans are guilty. The Democrats are guilty. Half of America is guilty for not waking up. So, you know, you could call it a defeatist attitude. I want my grandkids to grow up in a free country and they're not going to. So what are we going to do to fight it? We just well, can't. What give are up. we going to do to fight it? Well, I think that's the question, right? That's we, but we ha- we, do we all have to start from the premise that we have to fight it. But right? I've been fighting my whole life. Right. right. But you don't want to stop now. I think it's just what people are saying. The people are saying, well, listen, if not us, who? Yeah. Well, if not him, who? If not us, who? If we not keep you, saying who? that, but I spoke to the legislature two weeks ago, and six people, eight people showed up against the illegals being dumped on Long Island, and there's 70 on the other side. Right, but Where it, is everybody? I had a rally at Stony Brook University last week to protest illegals being dumped on a public university campus that our taxpayer dollars play, pay for. 50 people showed up. There's 2.8 million Long Islanders. Where is the outrage? I don't know where the outrage is, but I know this: you, if you're gonna, you're one of the leading voices on this network and in on Long Island. You can't be the one to be like, well, whatever. Yeah. Now I'm out. I'm just saying we get the government we deserve. That's what I'm saying. No, I hear. I mean, I, I hear you. I hear you, but I think not we got, I'm not defeated. I, think I fight now, every day. I'm the one who speaks to the legislatures. I'm the one who goes out to the rallies. I was on the street for two years to open America back up. Right. I'm out there. I'm right. out there all the time. And now we need to dig in even harder yeah. because now we've got the toughest, you know, this is going to be, this is going to be, um, listen, here's what I think we can all agree on <laughs> is the other side is not sitting around going, no. okay, we can take our foot off the gas. Look at these guys. They're pretty much defeated. No, no, yeah. no, they're not going to do that. They're, they're not doing that. 
This is just this is number two. We got New York. Now we got Jack Smith one. We're gonna get Jack Smith two on J six and Seditious Conspiracy. We're gonna get Atlanta. We're gonna get Georgia. We're gonna get full pedal to the metal. Uh, I mean, and, and they're not gonna stop. Yeah, this is game on. The, and, the, now we know exactly th- that. Like you said, they are not going to stop. It's not, you know, oh, we got a 20-point lead. Let's coast to, to the finish line. That's not the way this works. It, it, it's almost, it's like that phrase, three feet from gold, where, where people are just so close to getting the result that they're after. And this happens so many times to people that they give up at the last moment when, when maybe one or two digs or two more days or, or just a little more effort, they were just three feet from making it and finding that that pot of gold that they were after, what they were trying to achieve. And I think that's that's the issue of, you know, you can't walk in there saying, oh, it's over, we're, you know, we're, we're dealing with this, we're dealing with that. Yes, we are dealing with it. But if you look at some of the outcomes, what is happening? The parents are fighting back, right? Parents are fighting back all over this country. That's awesome. They weren't fighting back before because they didn't know. Now that they know, I think more and more people know I think it's empowering people to do more. Yeah, you may say, oh, only 50 people showed up last week. But who knows? Maybe in two weeks, 200 people show up. Yeah. And then three weeks after that. Don't hold your breath. Well, got to start somewhere. Yeah. Jonathan Turley on Twitter. I'm sure he's not listening to the show, but in some, some ways, it's very similar to what I just said. And uh, he says, as expected, Trump was reportedly, has reportedly been indicted for obstruction. However, he is also reportedly being indicted for mishandling of classified documents. It is not clear if these counts deal with moving documents as opposed to mere possession of the documents. Mishandling charges would likely be discomforting for some of the Biden legal teams since those documents were moved repeatedly for a longer period of time. Then he says this, the fact that Trump has faced criminal investigations or allegations in all three of his presidential campaigns may give Trump a rather novel campaign slogan in promising to pardon himself on the federal charges if elected. And as I just said, there's going to be enough people who live in this country who have watched this now since 15 and see what's going on who are going to say, it may get to a point, if this continues for the next six months, we get two more of these indictments, that this whole 2024 election is going to may come down, if he gets the nomination, this is what, it's going to come down to people saying, we're, we're the only, we are, for everything that he's done for the country, and everything that we feel that he's done for all of us, now it's time for us to do the only thing that we can do for him to put him in the clear, and that's to put him back in that office. Yeah, and, and this comes at a time, uh, this article that I found, that a majority of the Americans want the corrupt FBI to be re- reformed or shut down. You heard me correct. More than half the nation, 63%, want the FBI to face some form of punishment for weaponizing its power against the American people to achieve political goals. 
a new poll from uh, Issues and Insights suggests. The FBI's year-long malfeasance, years-long malfeasance, which includes misleading Congress, covering up corruption, manufacturing scandals, raiding the home of a former president, targeting innocent people based on moral or political beliefs, interfering in elections, is no secret to the majority of Americans who know the U.S. has a two-tiered system of justice. The agency's laundry list of deep-rooted corruption became even more obvious in recent weeks after the special counsel John Durham uh, confirmed that there was never any evidence to sustain the agency's seriously flawed crossfire hurricane investigation of collusion between then presidential candidate Donald Trump and Russia. How does um, that, that bake your, your bananas? Yeah. Let me give you some uh, initial feedback as I'm getting it as well from different places. Sean Davis from The Federalist. The corrupt FBI and DOJ tried to rig the 2016 election and failed. They succeeded at rigging the 2020 election. The bogus indictment of Trump is their attempt to rig now the 2024 election. DOJ and FBI are domestic terrorist organizations that need to be permanently shut down. Representative Carol Miller, who is uh, from West Virginia's 1st Congressional District, I never dreamed that the United States could resemble a banana republic, and that's exactly where we are tonight. President Biden is yet again abusing his power to indict the leader of the opposition party in a clear political move to distract from his own crimes. The American people know that this investigation is a farce and that President Trump is being politically targeted. More feedback from this night. When we get back right after this, live from Studio 6B on a Thursday. Studio 6B on a Thursday night, on the night that we started the hour, right before we came on, President Trump took the truth to tell us that he's been informed that he's been indicted uh, by Jack Smith on the documents, and he's going to have to be in Miami, I guess, next next Tuesday. We're giving you some, um, as, as up to the minute stuff as we can from people marco rubio there is no limit to what these people will do to protect their power and destroy those who threaten it even if it means ripping our country apart and shredding public faith in the institutions that hold our republic together joel pollack from breitbart the doj and the fbi tried to stop trump from winning in 2016 then tried to undermine his presidency then protected his opponent in 2020 and are now trying to keep him from winning in 2024. Even if you disagree, the very appearance of partisan justice has to be considered a major threat to our republic. Uh, there's some news finally starting to come out about, do you have anything about the actual charges? Uh, nothing on the actual charges that I've been able to discern. I mean, I've got this from the Gateway Pundit. Um, 
but this is it's it's kind of convoluted some of the things that they're they're putting in here so it's it's tough to uh all right uh elise stefanik has released a statement she's of course the conference chair uh, she said the exact same day that the FBI is forced to turn over to Congress absolutely damning, incredible allegations regarding Joe Biden's illegal, egregious, and treasonous corruption, Joe Biden weaponizes his Department of Justice to indict Donald Trump. The American people are smart and understand this is the epitome of the illegal and unprecedented weaponization of the federal government against Joe Biden's leading opponent, President Donald J. Trump. The radical far left will stop at nothing to interfere with the 2024 election in order to prop up the catastrophic presidency and desperate campaign of Joe Biden. I am committed to ending the corrupt political weaponization of our federal government, cutting out the rot in these agencies and holding government officials accountable for their endless illegal witch hunt against President Trump. In 2024, we will vote like this country has never seen before. And we will elect President Trump back to the White House to save America. And you can see that that you can see that starting to catch on now tonight. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's going to continue to catch on with this whole idea of the line has now been drawn in the sand. Yeah. And it says here, this is from an ABC report, learning that, and it's it's something that I think the president even mentioned himself. We're learning from our sources that they're. Appears to be at least seven counts here, ranges from everything from willful retention of national defense information, whatever the hell that means, to conspiracy, to a scheme to conceal, to false statements and representations. That's according to ABC News uh, that they just reported on a special report. So, All right, I want to get to some of your feedback as well. Um, Leonard, this is, uh, this is, I'll start with LFS6B at Yahoo.com. I'm going to send us an email tonight. I'm watching LFS6B now, and I'm wondering why Damon and Rick aren't as mad as David. I'm mad as hell. You guys should be also. America's slipping array uh, right in front of our eyes, okay? Um, I have an answer for I that. think you guys are just as upset. I, yeah. I'm just, I'm venting. Right. I'm speaking at a rally on Saturday to try to save America from an illegal alien invasion. I put my money where my mouth is, and I'm pissed. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And, and... You know, in terms of not showing that anger, you know, it it comes in different forms. Um, You know, there's a lot that goes into this. And if we're just sitting here going off half cocked, is that really doing you guys a service at home? Probably not. Um, You know, the passion that David shows, of course, I think we all have that and we show it in our in our different ways. It's It's just, you know, I, I try to take a step back always when these things happen. Sometimes I jump out like crazy. Let's face it. Um, we know that. Um, but I always like to step back and be like, hmm, what is this? What is the end goal? What, what, what is the, because it's that, that tinfoil hat thing where I'm trying to see, I'm trying to get an idea of where is this going? Who's going to benefit from this? Where is this trying to lead us? What are they trying to take us away from? Again, what are they trying to lead us away from? Like, like, uh, like Trump Jr. said, coincidence? No, not at all. The economy, right. bribery, a corrupt DOJ, and, FBI leadership. That's what they're trying to distract yeah. us from. Distra- and distract us from a president who said, when asked about this, his corruption, his $5 million bribery scheme that he got busted on, oh, where's the money? <laughs> they know where the money is, dummy. 
They have they have the they have the bank records. They're going to start pulling it apart if they haven't already done so and be able to identify exactly who what what payment went where, what it all adds up to, who got what, and where did it finally end up? Because they have the SARS. So so this this doofus who gets out there and thinks he's gonna he's just gonna jostle with the media and say, Oh, you know, I'm gonna brush this off. Oh, where's the money? Like you're gonna have five million bucks stuffed in your pocket, you dummy. Of course we know you don't have five houses just from being a senator. That's not the way this works. Anyhow, there, am I angry enough for you, David? Yes. Okay, Lin- thank you. Uh, Linda says, <laughs> David Zier, I feel the same way, but we can never give up. I see you everywhere all the time. We respect you. You're a true journalist. Thank you. God bless you. That from Linda. Um, Thank you, Linda. Here's another one. I feel like Zier. The House must start impeachment proceedings on, but this is from Karen, proceedings on Biden, Harris, Garland for starts. We need to fight as dirty as the criminals we face. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't hold my breath for that. <laughs> and, and we can't forget Obama. Can't forget Obama. This all started under Obama, remember. Um, okay, we'll get to some more of your uh, feedback. Monica Crowley, we're past now the point of no return, she says. Joss Hawley, Joe Biden has used his Justice Department to go after parents as domestic terrorists to spy on Catholic parishes to terrorize and harass pro-life Christians and tonight to indict his top political opponent. He has trampled the rule of law to benefit himself. Um, he has uh, led the country into profound danger and uh yeah i'd say that's um that's a good way to characterize it this is a um this is a historic day and not in a good way would this qualify as a constitutional crisis i don't know i would think so right because that's that's pretty uh that's pretty major but it's not even like that it's it's you have like guys like alvin bragg who's a total dirtbag who can indict Trump. You know, it's, right. you've got, you know, the state attorney general in New York, you know, bringing Trump on civil charges, suing the Trump family for $250 million. You've got a woman who doesn't even know what year she was supposedly raped, winning a lawsuit against right. Trump. This is all um, going to build up more. There's, there's more coming. And I've been defending Trump every day on RAV for five years. You know, I, I'm not giving up. I'm, I'm angry that more people aren't angry. Uh, remember this, by the way. This, um, this ring a bell to anybody listening to this again? On the intelligence community, they have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this. What do you- mm. Ugh, The devil. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> the green goblin right there. And, and again, even back then... What was that, 2016 he said that? 2017 he said that? Something like that. Even back then, he knew, and he was saying it out loud, nah, the intelligence community is pretty corrupt, so you better watch it. That's what, he's, that's what he said, right? Because he said they're going to get back at you. That's not their job to get back at you if you insult them. Their, their job is to you know, pursue uh, bad guys and, 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 and bring them to justice. Ronald says, Damon, get a bigger ball cap, please. Well, I know, I know it's not, I know it's too small, but I don't care. I'm wearing it tonight. I, yeah. may, I may wear it every night. They ran out of the fabric two years. for that one. Uh, by the way, Trump's ahead 15 in the latest Iowa Republican presidential caucus poll. 
And it's probably going to jump even more after today. Matt Walsh, Biden has indicted his top political rival for doing something that he has absolutely done himself. This is full-on banana republic stuff, an absolute disgrace. Live from Studio 6B on a Thursday night. Glad you're in. David Zier's here. He's going to do some news. Delgado's going to do what even is that here coming up on a um, on a night that President Trump, right before we came on, told us that he's getting indicted by Jack Smith on the documents case. Uh, Aaron and Fran here holding it down as well. We'll do what even is that here in a second because it kind of goes mm. a little bit with what's going on. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't have planned it better. Actually, I didn't even have to. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really have to give a hint or anything. Uh, it kind of falls in line with tonight. Now, oh. what's suspiciously scheduled? <laughs> <laughs> a couple other things. Feedback uh, on what's going on tonight. David Sachs, who did, of course, uh, who's been been on Twitter with doing these uh, Twitter spaces with Elon Musk. Um, said Trump's been indicted for keeping documents in his basement. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Everybody knows when you do that, you're supposed to keep them in your Corvette. <laughs> um, Bonchi from Red State, the meat of the DOJ's case is going to end up being the obstruction, not the retention of the documents. You watch. They absolutely have to draw a line between Biden and Trump. It's obvious. That's an interesting point because as Jonathan Turley said, if it's about possession and retention, um, how do you draw the line between the two? Yeah. I predict Biden's going down too, and that's why they're doing this, because he can't run in 2024. Really? Biden will not be on the ticket in 2024. Do you think his uh, document case, you mean, is going to be? I, th- I think they're using this so they can go after uh, Biden. Oh, look, equal hands of justice, you know, equal application under the law, you know, but, um, yeah, that's what I'm predicting. Uh, one, one of the charges is reportedly conspiracy. That's going to be the Mark Meadows flip. Well, now Mark Meadows' attorney has denied that report that we talked about um, last night. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. All right, we'll continue to monitor this live as it's happening here tonight. It's coming in fast and furious. But right now, it's time for one of my new favorite segments here on the show. And that, of course, is Rick Delgado. And what even is that? All right. Well, thank you, Damon. And first, before we get started, a big shout out to Papa Nolan, who is in the chat tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. He's checking in. So, uh... 
He's still out there. We we miss you a lot there, Paul, and hopefully uh, you'll be back when you can. So I got to get in there. Yeah, you got to get in and say hello to Papa Nolan. Make sure you check him out. P O P P A, like Big Papa, right? That's how he says it. Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> right on Getter. All right. So now check this out. So last February, I did a what even is that about Trump? You know, being right. Uh, And basically being right about literally everything. Now, I'm not saying that was everything. And I thought about actually doing an updated version to include all the new stuff that he's been right about. That's how he says it. Nolan. Sorry, that's me. Oh, good. (laughs) That he's been right about, right? Uh, Like the economy, like Ukraine, like golf. But but for now, I'm going to focus on this particular thing that Trump has been right about since day one. I'm not CNN. Please. Go ahead. The White House has you not don't. I told you. CNN is fake news. Don't talk to me. <laughs> there you go. Yes. That's what he's been right about this whole time. Yes, you are fake news. And after what we saw last week, let me tell you, not a whole lot has changed. What am I talking about? Well, in this bit of yellow journalism being broadcast on the lowest rate cable news network cnn (laughs) also known as the fake news network well they seem to have a scoop on a tape Mm. where we heard this before about president trump and it's huge watch for yourself during this time trump was in the habit of having his aides record any conversations with journalists writers or people working on books now sources tell us that on this tape uh, trump uh, it says that he has a classified pentagon document <sighs> describing a possible attack on iran we're also told that you can hear a like, paper rustling it appears that he might be waving something around <laughs> though it's unclear if he's waving this document that he's referring to or if he's waving something else <laughs> Yes. Wow. Did you hear that? That's earth shattering. Trump. You hear that? Yes. Is on tape. He's talking about a classified document on Iran and there's paper rustling. Oh, my God. And you can see for effect, Paula Reed, the fake CNN reporter there, she rustles a real piece of paper to dramatically enhance the nature of the crime. But keep in mind, the piece of paper that she has is not a classified piece of paper, right? So it doesn't sound the same. Now, that's just riveting stuff. What else What else did we hear on the tape that you didn't hear but only heard about from unnamed sources there, Paula? Now, perhaps more importantly for investigators on this recording, you can hear Trump suggest that he would like to share this oh. information with the people he's speaking with. But he acknowledges that there are limits to his power to declassify post-presidency. And as one source told me, that is a real problem. Wow. So what you're saying is he would like to share the document, but he knows that he can't. So he's basically, he's upholding the law when it comes to declassifying documents, because now that he's not president, he would have to go through a process. But when he was president, he didn't have to. That law-abiding monster, oh my God. What else is this fake report there, Aaron? I should be very clear. We have not heard what this audio recording is. It is something that the Justice Department has. They clearly have heard, and it's quite substantial for him. What we've been able to do is reconstruct Reconstruct. what we can understand about what Donald Trump is saying there, or at least implying when he's holding up a paper and shaking it around. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Katie Poland. Deep stuff. Deep stuff. For your very useless and important contribution to this breaking fake news report. (laughs) As you heard, she just confirmed they have not heard the tape. And the only thing they can do is reconstruct it, also known as making it up. (laughs) 
But don't worry, because Jake Tapper is not done. He's a journalist. He digs in further with another guest. Laura, how significant could this recording be, do you think? It's extraordinarily so. And excellent oh. reporting, ladies, on this very important matter. Because the, what, it's the question that everyone wants answered. What did he know and when did he know it? Yes, or better yet, who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> Just riveting stuff by, yeah. by, by another, another great reporter. Laura Coates says, great reporting, ladies, on that fake news story. We're devoting so much time to. Jeez, Louise, after watching this panel, they come off, they come off more like stenographers than actual journalists. David, it's seriously, it's like watching a bunch of Simones from Ferris Bueller. My best friend's sister's boyfriend's brother's girlfriend heard from this guy who knows this kid is going with the girl who saw Ferris pass out at 31 Flavors last night. I guess it's pretty serious. Guess so. Thank you, Simone. <laughs> no problem whatsoever. Yeah, and that's just about every reporter on CNN. They're just not as hot as Christy Swanson. But let's go back to the facts of the breaking news story, shall we? So there's a tape with Trump on it. Rustling papers. But none of you have seen it. None of you have heard it yourselves, right? Hmm. Hmm. I wonder where we've heard of this wrap-up smear before. Let me think. I'm trying to think. Uh, let's see. There was a tape that was, according to you, the line deep state media, in no uncertain terms, there were crimes on this tape, right? Fake news? Hmm. Oh, I mean, I feel like this has happened before, haven't you? You know what? It's probably uh, Ukraine. No. No, I, I think it sounds... No, not Ukraine. I sound more like Leslie Stahl now. Leslie, they spied and, on my campaign. Well, we can't verify It's been that. totally verified. No. No. It's been... Just go down and get the papers. They spied on my campaign. They got caught. No. And then no. they went much further than that, and they got caught. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe it was Trump... Maybe it was the Trump phone call then, if it wasn't that. You know, the phone call with the election officials in Georgia, maybe. You know, the one where you, again, the lying deep state media said, you can hear him on the tape say, find the fraud. Yeah, that has to be the one. Oh, wait. Uh, yeah. Um, hmm. Seems like that one is fake news, too. And didn't really happen either, huh? Oh, well, then you know what it has to be? It has to be from a speech on January 6th. Yes, you see it right here. They put it in the headline. You know where he was on stage and you, the lying deep state media, have on tape. I guess you must have it because it's, it's on the screen there that he told the crowd to storm the Capitol. Now you've got him. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Huh. No, no, where's, where's the storm the Capitol part? Mm. You know, where he ginned up the crowd into this slathering and bloodlusting frenzy so they would storm the Capitol. Oh, yeah, <laughs> look, that was fake, too. And so now we have this. Yes, if you want to watch the full ten and a half minutes of absolute fake news, hey, go ahead, just be prepared. It's ten and a half minutes of your life that you could have used hurting cats. Yeah. Uh, but it is absolutely fake news. Period. And it's amazing. Not one of these people has heard that tape. Not one of these people has seen a transcript. Not one of these people even knows the law about the, power, the powers of the president to declassify. Yet, they are all there with their TDS just imagining what is on the so-called tape and pontificating their favorite outcome. Through all of this the last couple of years, I think, I think we've all learned two things. First, you never go to a Paul Pelosi house for a game of 2 a.m. naked hammer fight club. Yes, Damon, I'm never letting that go.
And the second thing, which is just as important as the first, yeah. is that real investigations like the Durham investigation, they don't leak. Only Trump investigations leak. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they know they have nothing. They know they need headlines because the only conviction they could ever hope for is in the court of public opinion. Because you have an agenda. You're CNN. You're fake news. Yep. Trump was right. Again. CNN, you are fake news. Yeah. Damon DeSantis, back to you. No, no, no I'm sorry. Who? I, da- da- Damon, back to you. Oh, oh okay. Damon, you. Damon DeSantis. <laughs> what, does, what does that mean? What? Well, because you like him. I mean, I do. he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a, good, he's a, he's a great governor. Well, yes, I like him. I would way think more that... than I like you. Uh... <laughs> By the way. What even is that? What are you talking about? All right, Rick, Rick Delgado with what even is that? Uh, here on a Thursday night. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know how we, can, we keep finding our way to 2 a.m. Naked Hammer Fight Club. How, how do we not? <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's going to be the next shirt, by the way. <laughs> 2 a.m. Naked Hammer Fight Club. There you go. I'll the bestseller. I'll have mine on by next Thursday. <laughs> so, all right, let's do some news. With, uh, well, we have a little time here, David Zier. Let's do a little news with you, and then we'll come back and do some more. Uh, what's going on? Uh, well, when we come back, I have some video of uh, the transgender agenda. Mm. You know, uh, this is why they don't want Trump in office, because if Trump was here, he would be beating the heck out of the transgender, you know, lobby. Going did you on. see Biden? Did you see th- there was the press conference today? Biden got a well, they were all loaded questions because obviously that's what he does. But he got one specific on this. Did you happen to see it at all? I didn't. Uh, I have it. Because it was the one thing I wanted to make sure we discussed. Because, number one, whoever the reporter is, she might as well have been wearing a Biden 2024 shirt. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's just the question is so unbelievable. And, number one, how it obviously is staged. And he literally reads the answer. <laughs> and I, when I tell you he reads the answer, Come I on. mean he reads the answer. We'll do some news with David Zier, and if we have time left, we'll do that question and answer. And we'll continue to monitor this very busy night in news. I can't believe the dire headlines we're facing in the world today. Everywhere you look, things are falling apart. That's why the smartest investment you can make right now might be just getting family, uh, your family's food security taken care of. The reality is you might not be able to find food when the next disaster strikes. Grocery stores will be empty because roads will be closed. Trucks won't be able to make deliveries. And if you're sitting there thinking, well, come on, Damon, this is, that's, that's you sound, I mean, look what happened in New York yesterday. Who could have ever thought we would have seen what we saw yesterday? You just never know what happens. 
Grocery stores could be empty, roads could be closed, trucks could not be able to make deliveries. And if that happens, you need emergency food in full supply. That's why I urge you to grab a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply, the nation's largest preparedness company. When you order today, you'll save $200 on each kit that you need. Having these kits means your family will stay well-fed while others may have to stand in food lines. Don't delay. Order your three-month emergency food kit today and save $200 per kit. It's easy to order. Go right now to preparewithrav.com. Preparewithrav, all one word, preparewithrav.com. You'll get fast and free shipping as well. Do it today so you don't regret it tomorrow. Preparewithrav.com. Go to preparewithrav.com. All right, let me talk to you about Nevada corporate headquarters, recession, high interest rates, bank failures. The bad financial news continues to pile up, and who knows what's coming next. If you're a business owner or real estate investor or someone looking to get started in their own business, it's critical to, uh, to protect yourself from lawsuits and government overreach. But how do you do that? Well, it's very simple. Nevada. No matter where you live, a Nevada LLC can work for you. Nevada is a tax-free, safe place to park your money. It's kind of like offshore asset protection, but it's right here in the good old U.S. of A. My friends at NCH, Nevada Corporate Headquarters, are giving away copies of their new book, The Nevada Edge, and they're doing it for free. This book is packed with strategies to protect your assets and keep you safe from loss, keep you safe from lawsuits, and keep you uh, safe from the government's prying eyes. Maybe most importantly, visit NevadaYes.com. That's NevadaYes, all one word, NevadaYes.com, and get your free book. That's NevadaYes.com. Since 1997, NCH has protected tens of thousands of American business owners and real estate investors, and they can protect you too. Visit NevadaYes.com today and get your free book. All right, uh, 20 minutes past the hour, live from Studio 6B. Let's do some news. News is brought to you by Early Treatment Meds. And here with that is David Zier. What's going on, Mr. Zier? Well, I know Trump would be fighting this, um, you know, he'd be fighting this all the way. Why aren't parents being arrested for bringing their kids to bondage shows and pride fair so this is video on libs of tiktok which we can't show uh with sex toys all over the top of the table and buttons i'm your bottom i'm your daddy oh. and three-year-old four-year-old five-year-old girls and boys going up to the table and they're picking pins out for the kids all with a disney picture behind the table and male bondage images behind the disney picture where is social services uh, for these kids? And I wanted to show this quick video. I know it's Newfoundland and I know it's Canada, uh, you know, but we have somewhat similar cultures. St. Matthew's School, they're herding in 100, 200 kids into the building, all dressed in pride gear, men dressed like women, and they escort them into the hall for a concert, for a drag concert. Check this video out. And thank God for Libs of TikTok for, yeah. uh, you know, airing these because, uh, yeah. look at this. Look at this. That's called indoctrination. 
And by the way, if you don't play along here and you don't think that there's anything wrong with this, or you if you do think there's something wrong with it, you, you're the bigot. Probably get kicked out. You're the racist or the bigot. You're the one. So that's the drag concert. And I had one other video. I just wanted to show you what's going on in San Francisco. You know, businesses are leaving by the droves under the Democrats there because they're not safe. And they were supposed to restore police levels back to like 1992. So the mayor finally, London. London, London Breed. Yeah, Breed. She yeah. decided to hire two more, 200 more cops. Way not enough. Not enough. Uh, but check out what's going on in the police department in San Francisco. Oh, I saw this today. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Just. This is just pathetic. Can you it believe really it? It's just, just so sad. Under the American flag. They were... It's all about where you put your genitals. That's all. That's all. That's all this is about. Because what else is it? It's not. There's no country. Right. There's no. no there's no country of gay or LGBT. There's no country. Right. There's no team. You don't have a team that that goes and uh, and and plays other teams. So the, you know you know you don't have that 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 Raider Nation or any of that stuff going. What what, what are we talking about here? What's, I don't know. What's crazy is that if you remember back to just even back to 2008, when the leading candidate on the Democratic side, one Barack Obama, was asked about gay marriage, he opposed it. And he said, it's very difficult for me. I have friends in very, you know, monogamous, very, uh, I have friends in very successful gay and lesbian relationships. So it's very tough for me because I want to respect them and I love them and I want them to be happy and all that. And, but I struggle with the, uh, again, I'm opposed to gay, basically said I was was opposed to gay marriage. That was 2008. But even if you are like, I don't care if you're gay. But don't indoctrinate my kids. Well, my, so my point being, that was 2008. Joe Biden went on Meet the Press some years later and said, of all the problems we have in this country, and what are we, what are we spending our time talking about on the floor? Same-sex marriage? I mean, are you kidding me? Come on. With Tim Russert, he said that. And now, just a short 15 year, 12, 15 years later, if you're not accepting of a four-year-old who wants to cut their uh, genitalia off, you're the bigot. You're the, you're the problem. Yeah. That's where we're well, at. It's like, but you got to take their threat seriously from the pride movement because Drew Hernandez from Frontline with Real America's Voice, you know, was on Breitbart the other day and he was talking about this rally in Tempe and it was all these uh, pride people getting up and talking. They're dead serious about taking over the legislature in Arizona. They're dead serious about it. This is war for them. Um, and then, you know, if we have time, I got one more story about how we miss Trump and strategic energy dominance under him. You want, we got plenty of time. You want to do it now or you want to wait? Uh, yeah, I could just spend a minute on it yeah, if you ahead. want. You know, the cost of renewables, the real cost, you know, we got three dead whale, three dozen dead whales on the East Coast in Jersey and New York. We got at least eight dolphins dead, probably from sonar equipment involved with windmills. Where do you bury the windmills? Um, you know, and then the solar, 200 million tons of end-of-life panels, which only last 15 to 25 years, they're starting to die off. Where do you bury them? But two-thirds of the world's investment in energy this year and capital investment is not going to oil. It's going to solar. So there's a, a big push around the planet. 
we can't go independent of solar. It's peaks and valleys. It doesn't work at night. You have to take the baseline. It doesn't produce enough energy to run an electric grid, just like Dave Walsh, the CEO of Mitsubishi Power System, says. Um, but there's a lot of downsides to you know the uh, alternative agenda, and nothing will get an F-35 to Taiwan except for this a cup of JP-104 <laughs> or jet fuel from fossil fuel production. Um, but I have you know I have more if you want to talk about it about you know the downsides to the the uh, renewable resources, and I'm in the solar biz, but it's only good for like 10% of the grid. You can't go all solar. It's just a supplement to turn to backfeed the substation. So when there's a storm and you have, everyone turns the power on at once, it doesn't get overloaded. But solar cannot run independently. We're 30, 40, 50 years out from that, even if we could do it then. So. We'll do some more news with Rick Delgado when we get back live from Studio 6B on a Thursday night. We'll continue to track the uh, news of President Trump's indictment tonight. minutes past the hour live from studio 6b on a thursday night glad you're part of the show david zier's here da david zier's here rick delgado did what even is that and he's going to do the news david zier just did some news as well aaron and fran holding it down glad you're part of the show everybody's of course fired up tonight on a night that president trump has now been told he's been indicted again now for the second time this time out of florida in a miami I guess it was, uh, my, is it Miami-Dade County or Miami, mm -hmm. wherever, whatever's closest to, I guess, Mar-a-Lago. So that's where they impaneled this grand jury and got this indictment. Um, he's going to appear, I guess, down there. He has to appear there next Tuesday. Sure, we'll get a lot more information between now and then. We've been monitoring all the feedback tonight, but there is other news today, other important news today. And here with that is uh, Rick Delgado. What's going on, pal? Yeah, well, uh, the other big news that everybody really should be talking about are the real crimes, like this one from Joe Biden allegedly being paid $5 million by, now as we find out, a certain company called Burisma. Part of the, uh, part of the bribery scheme, according to the FBI document. Yes, uh, it turns out President Joe Biden was allegedly paid that $5 million that at first we heard was Romania, then turned into Ukraine, and now has been specified to be Ukrainian natural gas firm Burisma Holdings, where his son just happened to sit on the board for a job that he wasn't qualified for. A, confident, a confidential human source told the FBI during a June 2020 interview. The sources briefed on the contents of the FBI-generated FD-1023 form, I feel like that's something now all of us know what it is, alleging a criminal bribery scheme between the then-Vice President Joe Biden and a foreign national that involved influence over U.S. 
policy decisions. The FD-1023 form, dated June 30th of 2020, uh, is the FBI's interview with a highly credible confidential source who detailed multiple meetings and conversations he or she had with the top Burisma executive over the course of several years, starting back in 2015. An FD-1023 form, as we've discussed a few times, is used by FBI agents to record unverified reporting from confidential human sources. Um, the Burisma executive sought the advice of the confidential source, a business professional on gaining U.S. oil rights and getting involved in the U.S. oil company, a source familiar with the document said. The Burisma executive was speaking with the confidential source to get advice as the best way to go forward in 2015 and 2016. The confidential human source said the Burisma executive discussed Hunter's role on the board. The source also questioned why the Burisma executive needed his or her her advice in acquiring access to the U.S. oil if he had Bunter, uh, Hunter Biden on the board. I almost call him Bunter Biden. Uh, the Brazilian executive answered by referring to Hunter Biden as dumb. I guess they really weren't getting what they were paying for. The Burisma executive explained that the confidential source to Burisma had to pay the Bidens because Ukrainian prosecutor uh, Shokin was investigating Burisma and explained how difficult it was to enter the U.S. market in the midst of the investigation. Now, I seem to remember a, uh, a certain conversation Joe, Joe was talking about where he had a prosecutor fire. Oh, that's right. His name was Shokin. Uh, the confidential human source further detailed the conversation, suggesting that the uh, Burisma executive, that he paid the Bidens 50000 each, to which Burisma executive pl- replied, it's not 50000 it's $5 million. $5 million for one Biden, $5 million for the other, the Burisma executive told the confidential human source, according to a source familiar with the document. The source familiar, according to the document, the $5 million payments appeared to reference a kind of retainer that Burisma intended to use to pay the Bidens to deal with a number of issues, including the investigation led by Fired prosecutor Shokin, who, if you remember from the, the, the Biden tape, he bragged about, hey, you're not getting the billion dollar loan unless we take care of this guy. The guy that he wanted taken care of was a Victor Shokin. Another source reference to the arrangement as a pay to play scheme. And sources told uh, that the confidential human source believes the five million dollar payment to Joe Biden and the five million dollar payment to Hunter Biden occurred based on his or her conversations with the executive. The confidential source said the Burisma told the uh, Burisma executive told him he paid the Bidens in such a manner through so many different bank accounts that investigators would not be able to unravel this for at least 10 years, a little less than that. Uh, The document then makes reference to the big guy, which has been said to be a reference to Joe Biden. The Burisma executive told the confidential human source he didn't pay the big guy directly. Of course, they do that through the shell companies. So that is the latest. And, And again, there's a lot more here to this story. And I guarantee, you know what, son of a bitch, you, who, who would have thought it, that this story would come out and Donald Trump would get indicted in the same afternoon. Crazy. Byron, Byron Donalds was on, uh, was, um, I guess, talking uh, to somebody. Fox Business was there, picked it up. Uh, here's what he said about this Joe Biden and what he saw today looking at these documents. This document also stipulates that, according to the confidential human source, that money was being moved through several accounts, multiple accounts, to get to Joe Biden. 
I'm going to say it again. Money was moved on purpose through multiple accounts to get to Joe Biden. This document also stipulates that, according to... Okay, so there you go. And again, the bank records, the SARS, the suspicious activity uh, reports that are filed by the banks caught these, caught all of this stuff. They they scooped it all up because it was, (laughs) you know, it was, uh, it it looked suspicious, which is why it caught their attention. Uh, MTG uh, was one of the first to go to the microphone to really lay out what she saw. I think we have that, Aaron. Um, roll. I, I, it amazes me that we can't get better audio than this, but this is what we got. I checked every single version of it. This is the best one I can find. Uh, roll a little bit of that. Reading this form today uh, shows the pure distinction. This this information, this source that came forward, it's a paid informant by the FBI. This has nothing to do with Giuliani. This has nothing to do with the information that he brought forward in 2020. It's totally separate, and it's extremely credible because he's a paid informant. Um, I made some notes after I left the SCIF uh, based on the information, and I'll, I'll share that with you guys right now. Um, basically, what was happening there is back in 2015-2016, Burisma was looking to buy uh, a U.S.-based oil and gas company, and this came from being advised by Hunter Biden and partners. Um, Biden had told, Biden said Shokin was corrupt. That was around the time of this meeting was when Joe Biden as vice president had said that the prosecutor Shokin was corrupt. They hired Hunter on the board to make the problems go away. That's what they specifically said. Um, Hunter advised that they could raise more money if they bought a U.S. company. So the the informant was trying to do the right thing and trying to advise Burisma that they shouldn't go this route. They should hire an attorney, work out their problems that they were being investigated for because they were having other legal problems. And that's why they were being investigated by this prosecutor, Shokin. The informant was advising them, don't go this route. Why would you buy another U.S. company while you're under investigation? That's not a good idea. So he's trying to tell him to do the right thing. Um, the owner of Burisma said that Hunter was stupid and that his other business partner was smart. He also said that he paid $5 million to one Biden and he paid $5 million to another Biden. And it was all a bribery to get Shokin fired and end the investigation into Burisma. Uh, He also told the informant this is common practice in Russia and Ukraine. It's common practice. It's part of business there. That's how their culture works, that they will pay bribery money in order to get business deals done. And that many businesses, uh, they, they take that into account. They put it in their budget, basically, when they're preparing to buy another company or start another company, that that's just normal. And so over in Ukraine, uh, for them to consider hiring Hunter Biden on the board in order to make their problems go away, which was the prosecutor Shokin, uh, who was investigating Burisma for, for corruption and, and legal problems, this was definitely illegal for a vice president of the United States and their family members. 
um, the informant had asked the the owner of Smith if he was happy that Trump won, and he said no, he was not happy. Remember, he had invested a lot of money into the Bidens to make his problems go away. But he did say that it would take 10 years for all of us to find out the payments made to the Bidens because of how many bank accounts there were. He said at the time there were no direct payments made to the big guy, but in a meeting later, after he had become more upset as things were unfolding, he told the informant that he has two pieces of evidence showing proof of payment to Hunter and specifically Joe Biden. You see, I think what everyone needs to understand is, is that business owners, at least most smart ones, whether they're good or bad, whether they perform their business in a legal manner or a corrupt manner, they always keep records of their business payments. Uh, accounts and receivables, that's how it's done. And this owner of Burisma kept a record, especially of the bribes. And if you're in an industry where you have to pay bribes to get your business deals done, then you always want to keep keep a record and keep proof of your bribes because that's how you make sure you get people to follow through on what they're done with. Um, what I read today is, is again, shocking. Just as what I read in the Treasury Department with all the SARS report is shocking. But we are going to continue following this investigation. We're going to continue to look into every single thing that we can uncover. Um, we need the FBI to keep cooperating with us. That's extremely important. And I have very high expectations of Christopher Ray that he'll do the right thing and continue uh, showing the, us the information that we're asking for. Um, what I'm upset about, though, is the FBI uh, doesn't think the American people are worthy of this unclassified information. I certainly do. I think the American people deserve to see it and know every single bit of it. That's why when I left this gift, I made all my notes on, on this piece of paper here so that I could explain everything to the American people. So um, think about the Trump's first mm -hmm. impeachment. <laughs> what she says in there is true. Think about the first impeachment. Can we throw it out now, please? I mean, are you kidding me? I mean, that's just, it's just unbelievable. When you think about this, think about what's happened tonight to the former president. And I brought this up yesterday, and I'll say it again. Go back and read James Comey from July 5th of 2016. And go read that statement he makes about Hillary Clinton and, and classified information. And what her and her team did. Go read it again. And tell me what we're seeing tonight is not the biggest joke, biggest bunch of BS you've ever seen in your life. How she was handled, how she handled classified information, 33,000 emails destroyed, phones destroyed, evidence destroyed, purposely destroyed. And nothing. And Bill Clinton gave the nuke codes to his dry cleaner or something like that. <laughs> and nothing. All right, we'll wrap it up for a Thursday right after this, live from Studio 6B.
Studio 6B on a Thursday. Let's get to some more feedback from you, the audience. B. Neal says, Damon's an idiot. There are no fighters in the Republican Party or, or their supporters. Give me a break. Okay, that's Barry from Texas. Um, Al says, as far as I understand, no federal conviction or otherwise can stop Trump from running. Where in the Constitution does that state? And believe me, I would even vote for him if he was in prison. Okay, I'm not sure, Al, what you're saying there. But he can uh, run from prison is what he's saying. And, yeah. okay, and, yes. and votes can count. Okay. Um, all right, very good. Um, there's one other thing I just want to touch on tonight before we uh, end it for the night. If you want to throw up my screen, Aaron, I saw this news report and I thought Rick Delgado might have an interest in it. So just uh -oh. wanna, <laughs> play, let's play a little bit of this here. It's almost midnight on May 1st when a Las Vegas Metro Police officer's body cam catches this, something flashing low in the sky. 911 emergency. Minutes later. There's, a, there's like an eight-foot person beside it. What? And another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Someone calls 911, reporting two large figures in their backyard. Uh, no, I'm so nervous right now. The 8 News Now investigators obtaining another officer's video as he's sent to the Northwest Valley home. I have butterflies, bro. I've only thought of shooting star. Then these people say there's aliens in their backyard. By now, it's more than an hour after that bright light. Officers meeting up with the caller and his family. What'd you see? It was like a, it was like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like a long testing top. I'm not gonna BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky too, so that's yes. why I'm kind of curious. Did you see anything yeah, land in your backyard? Or they see like a big. That's what they say. They see like a big, uh, like a big something with light. What I saw right now, I do believe in it. Police walk into the backyard to investigate, but Metro blacked out that part of the video because it's considered private property. What's clear? They're taking this call seriously. Hey, this might sound like a really dumb question, but did you guys see anything fall out of the sky? Asking others what they yes. saw. Uh, I would normally discount it as nothing. However, um, seeing as one of my partners said they saw it too, only reason I'm actually investigating it further. That investigation turning up no concrete answers as of Wednesday. Whatever or whoever fell into that yard, long gone within minutes. Oh, hey. If those, if, those, if those nine foot beings come back, don't call us, all right? Deal with it yourself. That, I ain't dealing with that. <laughs> so, yeah, this is quite weird, Brian was saying, during, as we're watching this story. Now, we've been in, been in contact with the family in that video, and as you heard in that 911 call, they seem very reasonable mm -hmm. and honestly quite scared, as you heard them in the call. No, um, it, they don't seem impaired in any way. And whatever crashed by the time the police got there was gone, but sources say that there's really no dispute. Something was in their yard exactly what? We do not know. I mean, so Okay. It could be. It could now, be. Delgado, you didn't take any kind of a hot air balloon ride uh, no. May first out in Nevada, did you? In Las no. Vegas? And, it could and, have been. And, uh, and, sad, and sadly, I'm not even six foot tall, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't qualify as a giant I creature. You had slick Rick on your. You no. were holding Slick Rick on your shoulders <laughs> like you guys were at a Bon Jovi concert in the '80s or something. Yeah, it might no. have been Shaq going to get a Slurpee or something. Yeah. Who knows, right. Interesting. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see that one. You know what? It sounds like it could be the Nephilim. You know what the Nephilim are, right? No. The what? <laughs> the Nephilim. The Nephilim? Uh, yeah, they're in the Bible. They're okay. described as large, very large creatures. Um, giants. They could be giants. Uh, 
That's a band, by the way. They might be giants. They might be giants. They might be giants. Yes, I know the band. Yes. Okay. So, so what do you think of that? Uh, it, it's interesting. I don't know. I wasn't there, unfortunately. I would have showed the video of the backyard. I don't care what it looks like. I got to see something. Molly says, I think they're all just were high. <laughs> Even the police. <laughs> Take me to the sea says big bears standing out there. Could have been that. Could have been a combination. Sasquatch. Could have been Sasquatch. Yeah. You know, it's close to the Pacific Northwest. They've been known to, uh, to migrate. You know, the, 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 it can get squatchy down in uh, Florida. There's, there's, there's reports of the skunk ape. And, of course, along the Appalachian Trail. All right, hold on. I got a good one here. Cat Farr says, are you paid LFS6B? You don't even <laughs> remark about MTG backing McCarthy and Ray. You're part of the problem. Didn't we just play? I mean, okay. I mean, uh, I don't know. We talked about McCarthy back, and that was in like in yeah. January, I think. So I'm not sure what you're talking about, MTG backing McCarthy. Wasn't that back in the speakership role you're talking about? I think she's still backing him. I think she's still upset that she's still backing him. Okay. That's in the debt ceiling. People yeah. are upset. Gotcha. Okay. Yes. All right. Very good. Any other news? Um, um, yeah. Or, yeah. Go ahead, David. I just well, have yeah. a 30 second thing. You know, yeah, 50,000 uh, New Yorkers died fighting slavery, 460,000 or so, which was like 50% of the male population of New York State went to war in the Civil War in the 69th Regiment and others. And 10% uh, of them died. But now New York State still wants reparations for black people. Wasn't that reparations enough? Do they, have an, do they have an amount like that guy in California who wants <laughs> yeah. $20 million, There's a new commission forming. But, you know, uh -huh. New York, California, what's the difference? Okay, and there's a lot of new commissions. Uh, Joe Biden told us today he's going to have a new commission to study on how to protect uh, LGBTQ plus XYZ uh, in all of these states because that's, that's I guess, a real problem. Yeah. Again, think Which, about it. Think about it. They get a whole month to, to celebrate where they stick their genitalia. But uh, our soldiers, eh, they get one day. All right, any other news, Delgado, you want to cover? Yes, this has to do with the uh, upcoming 2024 election out of Miami. The city of Miami's mayor, Francis Suarez, who happens to be a Republican, said he will soon decide on a potential run for the White House. The Republican mayor discussed the matter during an interview uh, with Face the Nation on Sunday. In order to make the debate stage, there's a couple criteria that they'd have to follow. One of them is you have to be at least 1% in the polls. He said, which isn't a problem. Secondly, you have to have at least 40,000 unique individual contributions, and that takes a little bit of time, he said. So the clock is ticking. It's a soul-searching decision. We're getting much, much closer to making a final decision, he said. He also added that he understands he isn't well-known, and that is something he is keeping in mind as he considers this bid. Now, of course, I see this, and, and I think, well, hmm, who does this benefit? Uh, Donald Trump. Boy, would, wouldn't a Trump-Suarez ticket look pretty good, especially to all the Hispanic voters who's probably, they're probably the second largest voting block in the country right now? That could work. I don't know. You know Just anything saying. about this guy? Anything about him? Oh, absolutely nothing. Other than he well, likes Bitcoin? Uh, yeah, exa that... Except for the fact that he's a Republican. He won in a Democratic city, and he's a big Bitcoin guy. And he's done, uh, he's done some, um, he's lowered crime. In Miami, that's his claim to fame right now. And, By the way, uh, the Miami actually became one of the safer cities in the last few years. The, the Bitcoin thing is going to become a very big deal in the 24 election. Mark my words right now. Digital currency is going to be a huge voting block in this upcoming election. 
And I can tell you who that favors, and it's not the Democrats. But Suarez didn't vote for Trump, and he didn't vote for DeSantis. All right, well, we'll see. Uh, Let's do the LOL of the day, Aaron, before we wrap it up. Speaking of people who need donations, uh, roll that. So um, Trump, uh, last night in response to you running, uh, ran a rather mocking uh, video on social media. Um, <laughs> uh, there it is. It's, it's you. Uh, I guess he's, he's making fun of your weight. Um, that's his. Uh, I didn't see. That's, that's his response. What, what, what did you make of that? What was your response to that? You know, uh, when I saw Jake, I, I just renewed in my own mind what a child he is. <laughs> <laughs> wow oh Oh, man man. there you go all right as always we salute our military active and active police firefighters first responders emts everybody on the front lines thanks guys on the show thanks aaron thanks fran most of all thank you the live from studio 6b audience we'll see you tomorrow night to wrap it up on a friday live from studio 6b